It has been a long time since my last upload. Um, I'll give you guys some history updates, I suppose. One, one would probably describe them as. And kind of give you my topic of the day. So, since the last time I've done a podcast, I mean, I've been in insanely busy. I hit a peak where... I literally dropped whatever wasn't important and I focused on what I had to do. I had two classes that were insanely difficult. Um, you know, on a scale from one to ten, I'd say probably like a six each. They just were very involved. And then simultaneously, I had to take a test, a certification test. In a, in a phase in my life where I didn't have the time to study the way I would have liked to. I wasn't as prepared as I would ever have liked to for something that cost me money also, but was just very stressful. And I've alluded to the fact that in the last year and a half, I have been incredibly busy to the point where there's been little to no breathing room. And so I've noticed some weird side effects of that. I've noticed that my brain functions are not the same and that's saying a lot like I've I, especially when I was younger I had an extremely high brain processing power I like to say that it's my big ass head <laughs> but it's 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 honestly like okay I'll give you an example I don't know if this is eccentricity is that a word eccentricism whatever you want to call it but I remember when I was a young man there was times where I would look at something and my brain would automatically like break that thing down as to what it is, what makes it up, how does that work, what is, what's going on there, what's happening. And while I think that has calmed down over the years, I do think that I still had a high-functioning brain. That's the only real way I can describe it. And... Because of my sleep schedule, because of my work duties, because of my school, because of my extracurriculars, my brain function has been very, very bad. Uh, I, I can't think of a better way to describing that. Like, it's been foggy. It's been slow. It's been unresponsive in a way that I've never seen it ever in my whole lifetime. And that's saying a lot when I'm going into a test that has some ramifications, more so a loss of money, really. But I, I'll tell you what, I try to study for that test. I'm not going to lie to you. I crammed a little bit because there's just no way I can work the amount of hours I'm working. Also study for a test that's outside of my school, by the way. I don't know if I've said that. And go into it with a clear mind and prepared. There's just no way. There's not enough time in the day. So I found myself during that test, a very long test, mind you, given give or take like three hours. Um, I found myself just reading the questions over and over and over. And it's still not really clicking for me, which is a really big concern. Because when you're rereading the questions over and over and you're and you're not really like getting what the question is asking of you, that that is very, very, very concerning. So long story short, I took this test. 
I'm not going to know the results of this test for a few more weeks. I like to be positive and I like to think of this as a very confident endeavor that I feel like based on who I am, based on my experience, based on the fact that it was like a multiple choice question, there's really only three questions. One was Fugazi, is that how you say it? Italian, you Italians can correct me. One was a little Fugazi. So the other two were really the, the, the proper ones, right? And out of that, I had a 50-50 chance. So it's really weird to, to say that we'll see what happens. I won't really know for about three weeks plus, which is honestly quite frustrating. And in 2023, where you cannot get the answer to your test right away, it's quite annoying and a bit unnecessary. So yeah, whatever. So at the end of the day, I'm still waiting for that. But my concern is more so the fact that um, my brain function, that's really, really, really a concern. Um, but with that all said, with my complaining out of the way, that's why I've been so freaking busy and I haven't really, really been able to get a podcast in. And there's other factors to this. And I won't allude to that now because I feel like it's another podcast intro. I feel like I'm breaking these podcasts down into two segments. One, the intro, which I promise you folks to give you updates on me, what's going on with me, and then also have like a, a, a set, real, concrete, solid podcast. So I'll allude to those other ones in the next podcast, but um, that's kind of what's going on with me. I feel like I'm slowly getting out of the hecticness right now that's the best way i can describe it i'm slowly trying to phase out of working the type of hours i'm working i'm slowly cutting things at certain points in my workload where i can just cut them and say well the rest will have to wait for tomorrow and then i just leave work because it's so easy to just get a little bit more done because you're trying to catch up and all of a sudden i'm working a 12-hour day again and in my position in life in all honesty, there is no benefit to me doing so. So I need to learn how to cut things off and realize that this can roll into the next day and move on and, and go back to living a life that is a bit more, um, the word's not coming to me, fulfilled. And quite frankly, I'll, I'll lead you folks into a little bit of my mind um, because this is kind of what this podcast is, right? It's, it's a little bit of letting you into my brain and the way my brain works. Um, my pups are getting older. And as they get older, like they're having a little few more health concerns as they get older. And I know myself very well. I've spent a tremendous amount of time working on myself. I have conversations with people at times and they're kind of like, oh, you're, you're, you seem so grounded. You seem so settled. And that hasn't come without work. Anytime that I've mentioned anything on this podcast where I mentioned like you need to put in time to self-analyze and, and look at yourself, who you are, your choices, your decisions, your, your natural tendencies. Those are all things that have come from tremendous amount of internal dialogue and internal work. And so I know myself. And so in saying all of that, I'm basically saying that I know myself pretty well. And I know 
despite whether or not my pups do well as far as like how long they live or the condition of of the rest of their lives, I know that they're in the tail end of their life. I know that. There's no sugarcoating that. And just like a parent, you never want to outlive your children. In a way, dogs are in a, in a situation where you will. You just will. And they're with you for a certain portion of your life. And after that, they're gone. And there's no way around that. And you, as the owner, have to live with that. But I digress. So in saying that my pups are getting older, I do see that they're starting to have some health issues. And I know myself that I am a diligent, steadfast, focused individual. And I can easily continue to work the way I'm working and continue to do what I'm doing. I know that they're on their tail end. And knowing what I know of myself, no matter how well I've provided and no matter how well I've done to for them in their lifestyle, I will always look at the negatives. <laughs> for a podcast where I tend to want to challenge you on your viewpoints and promote personal development, at least I like to think that's what I'm doing with this podcast, it's hard to say that. Because that, that statement in and of itself does not sound like something naturally that one would say is a positive person mindset. I've often quoted myself in saying that I am a half-glass positive person. And I often look at the negative to look at the positive. But in these scenarios, in scenarios like this or in scenarios like my projects, I will always look at situations as like I could have done better. I should have done better. And... You know, those of you that know about my projects and, and look at the stuff that I do and are proud of what I've done or what I continue to do or push myself to do, like realize that when it comes to my projects, that's probably better for me than not. Because in that scenario, that negativity in a way promotes positivity in the sense that it motivates me to push further. It motivates me to do more. It motivates me to learn what I learned from that piece of, as douchey as it sounds, art. And it promotes me to push into the next level of that art. And so it's a good thing. When it comes to my life or when it comes to my pups, for example, that mindset is very toxic. Because I know, but, but I know that of myself and I know that that's what the result is going to be. And so... You're probably thinking like, dude, it's an 11, 11-minute intro. What are you talking about? What I'm essentially saying is like I know that my pups have less than a decade to go. If I'm lucky, a decade, but that's likely not to happen. They likely have maybe half a decade to go. And that's sad when you think about that. That like if for those of you that have children, think about that. Think about the fact that you have five more years with your children. And, and I know some of you may or may not have, you know, pets, but in most respects, that's what they are. They're almost like your children, that you are responsible for them. You take care of them. They are in your care. And whether they do great or they do bad, that's on you. It's no different than children. And so I know myself well enough to know that when they pass, Despite the fact that I know I've probably given them a very good life, 
And those of you that know me probably know that. And superficially, I even know that. I will always look back and say, was I too busy? Should I have given them more time? Should I have done this differently? Should I have done that differently? I will always be that person. And when it, once again, when it comes to projects, that's a great mindset to have because it pushes me to push further. When it comes to this, there is no pushing further. And so to bring things back to the that's a, one of the main reasons why I'm slowly phasing out of working the way I'm working. Because I know that at the end of the day, if I continue to work the way I'm working, I will be very hard on myself for the amount of time I spent at work versus spending with them. The, the good times that I missed out on or the times they wish I would have been around. And I see it. Like To be quite honest with you and to be incredibly transparent, to take ownership of my actions i see it i see it when i get home and nivia who's typically my independent one she's the one that does her own thing doesn't really care is like always doing her own thing no matter what like i see it with her where she's now with me all the time the way emma was it's one of those things where i see her with me all the time and i see that and that's just her way of like wanting attention and so I know, <laughs> because I am who I am, despite whatever happens, even if she lives to be 50 years old, I will always look back at the time that I didn't have or the things that could have improved. And so that was a long story to essentially tell you that my goal now moving forward is to have a better balance, but not just for my own mental and physical health, but also for theirs to have a balance where I have more time with them and enjoy, sad to say, their final years. What an intro that was, right? Anyways, let's talk about today's podcast. I often think a lot about the human condition. Humans are like everything emotionally, like any any emotion you could tie to, to, to human is almost a way you can define humanity. What does that mean? Well, I think clearly about like everybody has strengths, everybody has weaknesses, everybody has abilities, innate strengths that they're born with, innate weaknesses they're born with. And I, I fascinate in the ideas of like people overcoming challenges, breaking chains of generational cycles. I've, I, I struggle, not struggle, but it fascinates me to think about those things. And that's why I like getting really deep with people because I like really understanding who they are, what makes them what they are, why they choose the choices that they make, why are they sensitive to the things that they're sensitive to. Those are all incredibly deep conversations. And at times, like honestly, that is sometimes as deep as you can get with people unless you're family because it's oddly interesting how we choose to have a lot of walls up even though we choose to share so much on social media yet we also only let certain people in on the deepest recesses of ourselves and a lot of times that could be different levels depending on who you are so 
But I digress. That's not the topic of today. I often think about the human dynamic and I think about like sometimes how the beauty in in human nature is tied to like dark shit. And excuse the language, but it's it's just really interesting because you never know what brings you closer to people. You never know what is important and what's not important. You never know like how things are, are beautifully tied. And so I'll just kind of talk today about a very interesting news story that I came across. And it started from like this video I saw like on a Yahoo Splash page. And yes, I'm like old man status. I still go to the Yahoo Splash page for new stuff. <laughs> I know some of you are going to be very judgy in that. But I was at the Yahoo Splash page and it was like some sort of very like, you know, oh my God story quote. And I'm like, oh, I got to listen to this now. So I go in there and I see this very interesting story regarding um, um, a basically a, phys- a, a large shootout, I think in LA, where a gentleman by the name of John Lanny was somewhere driving in his vehicle heading to work or maybe the next job site because I think he's in construction. And apparently, apparently there was like a police shootout. And in that shootout, he's like, oh, snap. And I don't know what motivated him to bring his cell phone out and record it, which also is always, by the way, a huge red flag for me because I'm like, is this fake? Is this not fake? Whatever. So he proceeds to record and there's actually footage of this online where essentially there's a police shootout and the Houston, it's in Houston apparently, in Houston there's a shootout and this guy named John Lanny basically is like hiding behind his vehicle and he sees that a police officer is shot. And during that shooting, he runs to the police officer. He pulls him through his jacket and puts him like in cover behind a vehicle. And and the cop is like, you know, a little stressed out, panicking because, of course, he's been shot. And, and you know, you I would urge you to go check this video out yourself, by the way. But essentially, this gentleman by the name of John Lanny is like, hey, calm down. It's OK. Just breathe. You know, he talked about like he was he's been in prison before. And he's like, you'll be fine. Just keep, you know, he's calming the police officer down. He's trying to, you know, get him to relax considering the f- fact that he just got shot. And it's it's such a beautiful moment. It's such a beautiful moment of a guy who maybe made some bad choices and found himself in prison. And he chose not to let that experience bitter him towards law enforcement he chose to not let like life's difficulties change the person who we should be and wanted to be which is a person of morals and character and he chose to act in a time where we all think we would act but likely we would all not would would worry about our own safety and maybe not act. And he chose to do all of those things. He went to jumped in, pulled the police officer away from, from, you know, the line of shooting, got him away in a safe situation where he was able to calm him down while 
eventually paramedics got there and, and actually saved the police officer's life. So much so that now this gentleman, I will say his name again. Um, hold on, I'm trying to open up my phone here. John Lanny was recognized for his heroism by the uh, Houston police chief. And it's just, the reason why I'm talking about this today is just because it's a beautiful story about potentially a guy who made some bad decisions, maybe in his youth, maybe not in his youth. I don't know the history here. But he made some bad decisions. And he essentially chose to not let that callous himself. Not let that change his character. You see a lot of people, or you hear about a lot of people who go to prison and they have some bad experiences with police officers and all of a sudden they hate police officers and likely wouldn't think twice about helping this gentleman in the situation. But he likely remained true to who he was and who the type of character that he is. He chose to help out that police officer and stay there with him calm him down he was like he was like holding his head and and kind of like i don't want to say petting his head because that doesn't sound right but he was like trying to calm him down by by you know combing combing his head a little bit so he did all of those things despite his potential ease despite the fact that he could potentially in his past have had hatred towards police officers for putting him in prison and to me, I look at that scenario and I'm like, that's a cool story. But I also look at that scenario and I think through that and how it's insane the level of like a, 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 like a roller coaster ride that life can be. And the lesson here that came to mind to me initially is one, the beauty of humans the beauty in the sense that you can still choose to rise above your past and continue to do good things, right things, the things that fortify your, your character despite your past. But also, the other part that comes to mind is the beauty in the sense that if this was a normal guy or gal that didn't have that story, that didn't have the prison history, that didn't choose to go out of his way for a person that that wasn't hasn't always been on the on the right side of the law, like you don't have this level of like, oh my god, this is a beautiful story. This is some like redemption arc for this person. And I not not to say that he needed redemption, but what I'm trying to say is there's a beauty in the story because of the, 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 the level of character and the, the challenges that this gentleman has overcome. And so two things to come out of today's podcast, one of which is going to be don't be afraid to make mistakes. We're all humans, and to a certain degree, you should be allowed to make mistakes, learn from them, and become better because of them. Don't forget that. Don't dismiss that either. And number two, redemption is there for whomever wants it. It just takes you to make that choice. But also realize that life in a weird way, in an oversimplistic way, is a beautiful story. It is a beautiful story. And, and how you choose 
to write your story is up to you. And it is solely up to you. So write something worth writing. And that's it, ladies and gentlemen. I hope this podcast was informative, fun, thought-provoking at least. And hopefully we'll talk next week. Trying to get back once again in a good cycle of life. We'll talk soon.